I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, and supporter for nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, and healthy living taken from my main podcast called The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my recipes, books, and free newsletter at thedoctorskitchen.com. One of the things that you talk about uh, in your book is um, uh, some sort of like fad diets and supplementation, that kind of stuff. One thing that really stood out to me was um, the suggestion in the literature that a keto diet might be um, suitable or may have some benefits for schizophrenia. So a keto diet, just for those who are listening, is one where you have predominantly fats in your diet. You you Mm -hmm. consume a lot of your energy and your calories from fats rather than carbohydrates or protein. It's a very extreme diet. Um, It's very uh, restrictive. Um, uh, There are some clinical applications for epilepsy. But I wanted to get your understanding of what potentially could be the mechanism behind why it might be useful for schizophrenia and whether that's purely because of better metabolic control and glycemic control that we can achieve perhaps through some other less extreme measures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to say I'm not a fan of the ketogenic Mm -hmm. diet. It's enormously concerning to me that it's promoted so heavily by so many diet gurus on the basis of extremely scanty cherry-picked evidence. (laughs) Um, And, you know, really when you drill right down, it's because people think that they can lose weight and it's very heavily promoted by the bodybuilders and you know people who are very fixated on their appearance based on everything we know about the gut it would be really bad for the gut because the gut and does not like high fat and the gut really doesn't like low fiber and that's what a ketogenic diet is however there are um, some clinical applications so in epilepsy there's a quite a large proportion of people with treatment resistant epilepsy that will respond to a ketogenic diet. It's an incredibly strict diet. It's a really awful diet yeah. uh, and people struggle to stay on it long term. And it can have a lot of negative health impacts and they know that from people with epilepsy. But colleagues of ours have done a lot of animal research and they think that it may be of use in psychosis. Like we're talking about quite a serious mental disorder. And there's been a few case studies of people with psychosis who have been put on a ketogenic diet and have had a reduction in their symptoms. Now, because these happened in the States, we don't know if that's just because they stopped feeding them junk food or, you know, like there's a whole lot of reasons why that might have happened. Um, 
But one thing we do know about psychosis and schizophrenia is that many people with those conditions have inbuilt uh, problems with glucose metabolism. They're not, uh, you know, they don't deal with glucose in the same way that someone without that condition uh, does. So we're hoping to generate some empirical data on this. So the study, and it's going to start in the next couple of months, will be conducted in a, an inpatient unit in Finland. And the reason it's going to be in Finland is because in this hospital, they already have patients with epilepsy who are in, in there for treatment. And so the hospital menu has the ketogenic diet as a um, you know part of its option. protocol. Oh, right. yeah. Okay, yeah. And then also these young people with schizophrenia, psychosis, they're in there for a period of time. They can't get out. And there's no cafeteria. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if I'm told this, Uber Eats it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it's almost the only way that we're ever going to be actually able to test this. Yeah. Um, so I'm very interested. But even if we do see that there's a possible benefit to people's psychotic symptoms, again, we don't know if that's because we've removed things from the diet that they may be reacting badly to. We're very interested in the possible role of food sensitivities in people with psychosis. We think maybe a small proportion of people have because of, and this goes back to the gut, some fundamental issues with the gut that could go right back to the start of life that they don't deal as well with a whole lot of um, different dietary inputs. So removing potential food allergens from their diet may also have a benefit. So we want to test that as well. But what we are doing, and I think this is going to be really, really interesting, is we're doing a very detailed investigation of the impact of the on the gut of a ketogenic diet. Now, this is our modified keto diet that has uh, less saturated fat, more mono and polyunsaturated fat, avocados and nuts and fish and that sort of thing. But it's still a really strict ketogenic diet. And we're going to take lots of poo samples and lots of blood samples from uh, about 10 people and really track that in great detail oh. over a month to see what happens to the gut because based on everything we know, it's going to be really nasty for the gut Absolutely. and anything that's bad for the gut is going to be bad for you. Yeah, I've, But I've read there some... may be adaptation. We don't know. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.